joining us in the studio, the Director of Economic Development and Tourism for the town of Wasaga Beach, Andrew McNeil. Andrew, great to have you back. Thank you for having me. These must be busy times. Absolutely. Yeah. I guess it, it's always busy. I mean, when when you're not headlong into tourism season, you're busy, and when it's not, you're busy getting ready for it. Exactly. And uh, I, I'm looking out the window, beautiful sunny day. I'm, I'm sure the beach is going to be packed today. So, oh, let's uh, hope so yeah, yeah. we love the hot weather over in Wasaga. Uh, talk about, uh, you guys are still uh, ongoing with the tourism development plan. How's that all shaping up? Yeah, it's uh, shaping up really well. So we're, we're working with a company called Brain Trust. Um, they, they've worked with a number of communities right across the country. What we are looking at doing is creating what we call a tourism destination management plan. Um, the reason for that, Wasaga Beach is a tourism destination. That's mm-hmm. our business. Um, we need to understand who we are trying to attract to right. our community. So part of what we're trying to understand is what are the visitors looking for? Are we delivering that? Is there a gap? Um, just w- trying to understand a little bit better what the tourist is looking for. And the flip side of that, which tourist demographic we're trying to attract. It's very important so that you can gear your, your product towards that. Do you also consider which tourists you want? Um, because there was a time when you went, Wasaga Beach was packed all the time, but it wasn't necessarily the, the kind of folks you wanted in town at the time. Yeah, I mean, we want to be careful to say we're, we're, we're trying to discourage a certain group, but right. the, the key to this is you want to be inclusive you want to be welcoming to all age groups. And diverse. Um, I, I use the village at Blue as an example quite often yeah. because it, it, it was very deliberate about who they were trying to attract. They're right. they're gearing towards families. Absolutely. Um, I, th- I suspect that's the, the group that we will try to get back to because that's who we targeted for many, many decades yes. in Wasaga Beach. The issue in Wasaga Beach is a lot of the product, the attractions that attracted families are gone. Gone. Um, so we slipped into a, a very narrow group that we were appealing to just because of the product that right. was being offered. We need to get back to it what went our from water slides is. to bars and restaurants. Exactly. Right. Um, and quite frankly, I mean, I, I have twin six-year-olds. Mm-hmm. They don't need tattoos. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not yet, that, anyway. That, yeah. That's the reality. Yeah. So we need products that appeal to families. Mm-hmm. That's what our redevelopment plan is looking towards. But we also need to be deliberate right across town. It's not just about our waterfront. It's not just about a downtown. It's about the product that we're delivering in our entire community. And there's been uh, different meetings of uh, with the individuals in town trying to get people out, business owners as well as, as a formal group, trying to pick their brains of what they think and how they believe that the tourism industry should grow in Wasaga Beach with Brain Trust. And so all of this is going to be put together in a report. Is that what's happening? That, that's correct. And we did have an industry meeting a couple weeks ago. Um, it's very important that our industry understands uh, what we're doing and that they buy into this because the municipality can't do all of this. The, the people delivering products, running motels, hotels, etc., you need to be delivering a product that appeals to the market that you're trying to attract. So it's a collective effort. Um, we're hoping to package this up into a report in July that we will share with the community and that will help inform a lot of the things we do, the type of events that we put on. Mm. Um, you know, if you're trying to attract families, you better put on family-oriented events. It's common sense. Uh, let's uh, let's talk while well, we're still talking about tourism. I know something that'd be very helpful to tourism would be a new casino. Uh, there still is uh, discussion that the, the new casino operator has been picked. Um, are you in discussions with them? Have they decided? Uh, are they getting close? 
Yeah, so so Gateway uh, Entertainment and Casinos, they've, they've been selected. They officially get the keys to Zone C7 on July 18th. Okay. Um, so that, that date is coming up quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they are getting close to making some announcements. We are talking with them. I, unfortunately, I can't share a lot with you today, and right. everywhere I go, people are asking me this question. Um, we're encouraged by our discussions, okay. and, uh, and we're hopeful that announcements will be made uh, within the next few weeks. All right. Uh, let's talk about something that's getting a lot of talk, and in some cases, um, crisscrossing information, uh, the downtown master plan. Uh, what's going on there? What can we, what can we share? What do we know? Yeah, so we're moving forward. Uh, we're very close with our developer um, to getting a deal signed. Um, in fact, we have a draft now. I hope to be bringing that in front of council very, very shortly. Um, the interesting thing, there's a lot of misinformation, misunderstanding <laughs> about what we're actually doing. Right. Um, we are not building downtown Toronto. That right. is the <laughs> furthest thing from we. We are doing, people are branding this a mega downtown. That's not true. We're building small town, village character, four-story buildings, retail on the ground floor, traditional Main Street like you would find Mm. in virtually every community on this continent. Um, Some of the other misconceptions, um, I've, I've seen people on social media talking about oh, this is a $600 million development that's going to get divvied up equally between all the taxpayers, and we're all going to be on the hook for this thing. It's not true. Uh, (laughs) That's not how development is paid for. No. Um, The town has invested in purchasing some land. The town will get its money back. Right. um, Plus more. Um, And the reason the town buys the land is so that they can pick the developer. Absolutely. The the town, unfortunately, has been burned in the past. Right. There's been three or four developers, I actually would refer to them as land speculators, that yeah, have okay. rolled through town. And then the, the interesting thing is every one of them left the town in worse shape than right. when they arrived. Right. The town, by purchasing the land, can now control its own destiny, mm. which is very important. Um, the financial outlay will come back to the taxpayer. That money is not going to be lost. Private developer will pay for the buildings and the development, not the taxpayer of Osaga Beach. That's very important, and that I think people are, are misunderstanding that point. So um, another one that uh, is floating out there is that the municipality is going to expropriate everything. We're going to expropriate everybody's homes to build this. <laughs> It's not true. Um, I get calls from people who live at the far west end of town worried that we're going to expropriate their homes. Um, No, uh, I I don't know where this is coming from, but that is not what we are trying to do. We are trying to work collaboratively with landowners who are impacted, um, and our focus is on Main Street itself, Main Street itself, excuse me, and the properties that front on Main Street. We're not interested in single-family homes that are away from Main Street. Okay. I think the main issue, uh, and especially in Wasaga Beach, because the social media community amongst the amongst Wasaga Beach, I mean, half of the town is on one chat group. Uh, so it's very easy to get misguided information. You know, um, I have very mixed feelings about social media. <laughs> I, when I started about 20 years ago, Facebook did not exist. Right. And when we went out to plan communities, and I've worked in a number right across North America, 
we talk to people face to face in groups yeah got them together and and that's the best way to communicate is face to face um facebook came on the scene a few years ago and i love putting pictures of my kids playing on the beach um i wish we could limit it to that <laughs> unfortunately and i don't understand why but you know, and there's part of the Trump phenomenon going sure. on here. To some extent, it's been weaponized. It's a political tool, and it's being used to deliberately sabotage things. Um, there's an element of that going on in Wasaga Beach, and unfortunately, misinformation is being spread, and it's confusing people, and it's a shame. Um, I get calls from elderly people who just they're afraid of what's going on and this is needless it doesn't need to be going on um the the strongest message i can convey is please come and talk with me Mm -hmm. if you have concerns if you're reading things that you're questioning call me and i will give you the facts um because more often than not what you're reading on facebook is not correct and you know what as the economic development guy this has got to be a nightmare for you because you're talking to, you know, multi-billion-dollar companies trying to get them to develop here. You're, you're, you've got a, a, you know, downtown master plan that essentially you're the guy that has to sell to developers. If they're going to be reading this, they're going to go, "What kind of town are we setting up in?" Yeah, and and I think that's something that that sometimes people forget is when you post on social media. It doesn't stop at the boundaries of right. your community. Not just the folks who know you. People can read this mm-hmm. far and beyond. Um, it does have an impact. Developers read this stuff. Investors read this stuff. So I would encourage people to be careful what you write. Um, make sure it's accurate. Um, it, it is very important because I do get calls from investors saying, what is going on right. in your community? Um, so I try to ease those fears, but it, it, it does, it is harmful and uh, people need to understand that. Wow. Uh, again, I guess, you know, the, the key is to, to reach out to you. If you have a question, don't throw it out there on social media, just reach out to the town. And, and, and we have done everything we can to make ourselves available. <laughs> uh, we hold public meetings, right. drop in sessions. I have committed Call me, email me. I will meet you in the morning, at night, for dinner, whatever you want. Um, there's no need not to understand the facts. I'm making myself available to answer your questions. Fantastic. Uh, just before we let you go, a big weekend for aviators. Yes, and uh, I was walking along the beachfront yesterday, and I the one of the CF-18 just buzzed the, the beachfront. It's, uh, it's awesome when you see that. And, uh, you know, I encourage people to come out for the air show. I can't, honestly, I can't think of a better venue to watch an air show than Wasaga Beach. Yeah, perfect sight lines uh, all the time. Spectacular. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's impressive. Believe me, when you see that plane, those jets buzz, it's uh, it's pretty impressive. When does it start? You know what? Um, I, I would encourage people to go to the, the website. We have it to, up on our website as yeah, well. Okay, if people want to take a look. Yeah, yep. definitely. Yeah. And, and thank a hero. That's what it's all about. Remembering yeah. our heroes, heroes of paramedics, fire department, as well as the police, and then seeing some fantastic uh, air shows and nice. different aircrafts flying through the air. It's going to be a great weekend in Wasaga Beach. Andy McNeil, Director of Economic Development and Tourism for Wasaga Beach. Thank you again for joining us on Talk Thank of the you Town. for having me.